1: Today we have David on from Tango Card, and we'll be learning about the business case or the use case or why his prospects and customers pick Tango Card. So let's just jump right into it. David, would you introduce both yourself and Tango Card?
0: Absolutely. Thanks, uh, William, for sure. for uh, for having me today. Um, so my name is Dave Leeds. I'm the founder and CEO of Tango Card um, since about. 1995. I've been uh, an entrepreneur. Um, I've lived in various countries around the world, including Denmark, France, the U.S., and China, and and really witnessed a lot of change, not just in those in those areas, but have lived through you know a few major economic cycles as we live through another one right now. Um, in about 2010, I was researching the rewards and incentives uh, area, specifically kind of employee. Rewards and incentives and recognition, uh, and really recognize that this is one of the many industries that, at the time, would benefit from moving from a kind of a physical delivery model to a digital delivery model, and also from um, isolated solutions to integrated uh, solutions, and really just very simple, modern, common sense business models. And so, from that research, Tango Card was. Uh, was born. And so Tango card is um, the proven digital rewards and payments platform that turns each transaction into satisfaction. And we have a number of verticals that we work in, but um, the largest by far is employee uh, rewards and incentives.
1: You know what's what's interesting about rewards and incentives is it, it the legacy it goes way back to like service awards. You yeah. Know, you, you stay at the you stay at BNSF for thirty years, and you get a watch. Yep. You know that that's right stuff, which is great. I mean, first of all, I mean it's it's nice to be recognized, even if it, if it's tenure based, etc. But it has through the years, it's gone through so many great iterations. Um, where are we now with recognition? Like, where, what are you trying to tie it to? Yeah. Uh, is it performance? Is it engagement? Is it uh, retention? Like what do we, when we solve for, you know, in, in HR or even as a business, when we're solving for recognition, what are we, what are we trying to solve for today?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think this is one of the most important questions is to, is to, to, I think to kind of your kickoff is, to really get to, you know, what is the the business case? Like, What why do we do this? And so there are a couple of things that I think is are really important to think about. So may, maybe the the first is really that, you know, companies that choose to focus on employee recognition, employee rewards, employee engagement, um, statistically have three times higher revenue growth rate than those that don't. Um, so there's a very... Kind of material and tangible reason uh, to do this. The second, though, and this is this one's always a little bit harder to to quantify, but it is it is just as large. Is you know companies that focus on engagement, rewards, incentives, not only engage their employees, but it ends up resulting in way lower turnover. And you know we all know how expensive it, it is, not just in terms of recruiting dollars and time. Um, but also the amount of time it takes to onboard new employees, to get them engaged in the team, to truly understand the product and the service. Um, So it really is ultimately this idea of when you focus on rewards and incentives as a company and and employee recognition, not only at the end of the day does your revenue grow faster, but you're actually managing your costs because you have much lower uh, turnover in the business. So this is the why. You know, um, I think the, the stats now are something like 92% of companies, you know, use rewards and recognition and, you know, in some way. And it really is because the business case for doing so is so compelling.
1: Hey, I love this. So I love revenue. I love, <laughs> I love uh, attrition or dealing with uh, retention related issues because both, are important to the business. I mean, getting back to the making a a business case for the business is is too powerful. Uh, You're you're hitting a cost center and a profit center. So uh, done. Um, A couple things with with COVID, what have you seen in terms of the shift in people's mentality around uh, recognition? What have you seen with your clients?
0: Yeah, it's, um, you know, I think, um I, I would kind of maybe divide that into two chapters if uh, if you will. So you know, really early in the pandemic, so you know, if you go back to to say February, March, April of, of 2020, um, you know, this was obviously kind of the time of maybe the most turmoil where everyone <clears throat> kind of overnight was forced to be a, you know, uh, everyone in the office company to literally everyone uh, at home, quite literally overnight. And so what what we found a lot of companies uh, started to do was, you know, number one, they were really trying to support their employees while they were, you know working from home. Some had you know kids that were, you know learning from home. Uh, others, you know, had to work from the dining room table because they didn't have anywhere to to work, and so we saw a lot of companies using things like food delivery um, and some really kind of new types of uh, rewards that were completely appropriate to the time, but honestly had never really been used before as a specific, you know, kind of reward or recognition for what employees were, were going through. So we saw a, really a lot of creative use of <clears throat> rewards and incentives during that, that time. And it really um, forced us in a really positive way to expand the types of, of digital rewards that we had, you know, in various countries. And then really what that has evolved to, and we're kind of still in this second chapter, is... Um, you know, not only are still are people still you know working from home, but we're we're also obviously in this this world now where you can kind of work from from anywhere. And so, you know, we're just seeing that again. Companies that are kind of on the leading edge of this are you know thinking about you know how do I give my employees maybe a a multi-use um, gift card that they can use to you know set up or improve their home office. You know, how do I give them Um, maybe, you know, coffee types of cards so that they can replicate what used to be, uh, you know, a meeting over coffee or something like that at home? Or how do we, you know, use other types of restaurants and other types of cards so that, you know, people across the globe, frankly, can join uh, a meeting, but the company can still pay for the lunch for that meeting, just like they might have, uh, you know, pre-COVID. So we're just seeing companies, um, you know, certainly, you know, using our service, for example, doing those types of things in a way that, um, you know, just kind of matches the modern workforce.
1: I love that. And you know, what's interesting about the the global part of this is, and again, you're not, because you're dealing with digital rewards, it's not physical rewards. It's 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 some of this can you can get past some of the things that, you know, in France, in Germany in so and so like turns out there's Amazon everywhere, you know, so <laughs> for good or for better or for worse. It is what sure. it is. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you about the kind of the economic model through the years. I've seen a number of different kind of models around uh recognition platforms in terms of the platform's free, but then you know, the, the company makes kind of a percentage of what's bought or sold or whatever through yeah. the platform. I've seen SAS, traditional SAS. Um, what's uh, you know, what's what's y'all's model in terms we're not getting dollars and cents, but just what's your sure, model? Sure. Uh
0: yeah. So um, l- l- let me let me kind of look at that from two perspectives. So l- let's say, for example, you're you know you're a company. You know, let's just say your Tingo card. Um, you know, we'll typically establish, like most companies, a a budget that we have for you know employee recognition, employee rewards, employee incentives, and just to you know just just to put some math out there. Let's say that's, you know, $10,000 um, a year. Uh, so so I, as a company, you know, now know that I, across my team, can spend, you know, $10,000 to do this employee recognition and so on and so forth. So as a company, what I want is I want as much of that, as much of those dollars, as much of that $10,000 to go directly to the rewards and the incentives so that I can achieve my business results. And this is the higher revenue growth and this is the reduced turnover and that kind of thing. So what I'm very focused on is, is how do I make sure that that little, if any of that is lost through fees and other types of, you know, uh, efficiency. And so then from a tango card perspective, we really internalized that and said, great, what we are going to do is we're not going to charge you, anything for our platform we're not going to charge you anything for the actual delivery of a reward or incentive we're not going to charge you for reporting we're not going to charge you for uh recipient support those types of things and so as you kind of mentioned the way that that we you know um make our own revenue is that we behind the scenes you know negotiate with the various retailers that says, Hey, you know, if we, if we send a gift card for a hundred dollars, you know, we're going to pay you $90. Um, And so, you know, we are able to negotiate in that example, you know, a 10% revenue that we earn and that's our business model. And that's how we pay our people and for our technology and so on and so forth. But what's super important is that the customer then you know, is able to take the entire amount of their budget, you know, that they have for employee recognition and spend it directly on that to get the business, the business results that they need.
1: Oh, I love that. I mean, again, it's 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 getting it financed not from the company or the employees, it's getting it financed from uh, the retailers. Uh, and people that want to put their gift cards out into uh, cards out into a marketplace, this is a, a different delivery system for them. They don't want to go direct. Uh, <laughs> that's too hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, this is kind of the, and I know it's a little bit of an overused term, but this is kind of the, the win, win, win. Because the the ultimate, you know, customer, the company that's trying to achieve the business results is able to, you know, put all of their budget into achieving that you know, we're able to build that, you know, our business and our ability to support them through that revenue. But then if you're, you know, Nike or REI or, or, you know, you you know, pick the the brand that you want to, you know, uh, talk about, you know, they're getting their, you know, gift card uh, in, you know, in this example, out into the marketplace. And then people are going online, going into their stores and buying their products. And so truly everyone in the value chain is winning.
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was going to an analyst event, and they sent me a link. And uh, and it was a link to basically kind of a mini e-commerce kind of portal. And I could pick whatever I wanted. You know, there's, yeah. You, but I could pick the things that I wanted. I was like, well, this is such a great idea, so I don't have to – I don't have to get a box of stuff that I don't want or will never use. I, yeah. I can actually, and I got, I got like uh, rocks glasses. There was seven deadly sins and I'm like, this is exactly what I would buy for myself. This is fantastic. And uh, I just thought
0: the whole experience was fantastic. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really, so first of all, I, I mean, you're, you're totally right. And, you know, we, as you might imagine, use, um, you know rewards and incentives, you know, inside Tamil Card card quite a bit. And there have been a couple of times where we've sent out um basically a choice product. We call it the reward link, you know, internal right. to our employees. And then we've asked them, hey, tell us your story about how you <laughs> use that value. And and what's amazing is first of all, it's just magic, but it's it's just unpredictable. So, you know, one person used their their you know, gift card to go to REI and get a water filter so that they could go on this, you know, backcountry trip that they had wanted to with this brand new, you know, high end water filter that they just would not have purchased on their own. You know, someone else used it in, at Williams Sonoma to get, you know, uh, a really nice chef's knife that they just, you know, would not have uh, splurged on. You know, someone else literally just went to the grocery store because that was you know, it allowed them to buy something extra special for their, you know, for the, for their family. And so you hear these stories and you're just like, holy cow, you, you just see why these reward incentives actually make such an impact when you, you know, when you hear these stories and your, and your comment is especially important because it really is that choice. It's the fact that the, the, you know, the employee gets to choose, right you know, which gift card they get, where they spend it. And that just maximizes the the value for them.
1: Yeah. That's the, that's the, the, again, it's, it's not a cookie cutter, you know, which is where I think where uh, historically where we've gotten recognition uh, wrong is where we try to treat everybody the same. But if we can actually, if we're, if you're giving somebody a $50 gift card and then they can go do what they want to do at that particular moment, whatever that is, uh, I think you just get more out of it. They get more out of it. You get more out of it as a company giving back to, you know, revenue and retention related issues. You get more out of it too. Um, right. Have your customers asked you about like re-gifting or donating uh, in terms of like when they give something to an employee and employee says, you know what, I'm good, but I'd like to give this to my cousin or whatever.
0: Is, it, that, is that a thing? It is a thing. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a really interesting question. So, um, the regifting is is a little bit less of an issue, just because people people are actually quite good at at. Uh, oh yeah, no, no yeah. <laughs> fair, enough. But, fair enough. But but um, but but it does happen. Don't don't get me wrong. Like that is absolutely a thing where you know people will take the you know the gift card that they have, and you know they'll they'll send it on to you know to someone else. What I would say is maybe to the second half of your of your question is you know, one of the areas that, that we actually, um, you know, launched at the exception at the inception of the company was actually the ability, you know, if you got, you know, say $10 or $50, whatever, uh, was to make a donation to a nonprofit rather than, um, you know, use it at a, you know, at a retailer. Right. And what I will say is that, um, it is a relatively small percentage of our overall pie, if you will. But what's way more interesting is that when, you know, company, certain companies use it or offer it, um, there are certain cases where the usage is very high. Um, And so I actually don't know the number off the top of my head, but I think we're approaching nine or $10 million of value that has been donated to the approximately thirty nonprofits that we work with through our platform, and it just ends up being this really big deal uh, for certain companies for certain use cases. And we've had um, CEOs of, of of even large financial institutions that have said, "Hey, we want you know Habitat for Humanity or Girls mm-hmm. Who Code or, or something along those lines to be you know some of the key redemption options." So that our employees have access to that, and right. so it really is interesting how uh, how big of an impact this this has had.
1: Yeah, and, and no value judgment. If somebody needs to buy themselves a, a brand new silk tie, fantastic. If, <laughs> if, it, if it, you know, again, it's the, that's the beauty of uh kind of something that's highly personalized like this. If at that's that right. moment that's what they need, cool. If that's at right. that moment they just you know, they want to donate to a charity that they feel strongly about. Great! Like they're yeah. just... They, again, it strikes. It to me, it strikes this chord of uh, you hit them at the moment where it's important to them, and then they get to decide. The company's not making a the decision; they're right. making that decision, which I think is wonderful. Um, what's your favorite part of the demo when you show Tango Card uh, to people for the first time? Like, what's your favorite part?
0: I mean that's a great question. I mean you, you you kind of touched on it earlier but my favorite part of the demo is that is when we send someone um, this product that I was uh, that I mentioned called the reward link. Um, and so it's exactly the experience you had. so someone receives a reward link via email and it you know it looks like a gift card and it has a link right under it. you click on that link and it and it basically launches, Uh, a catalog, you know, and so then as the recipient, you can now choose, hey, do I, you know, do I take my value in the form of this gift card or that gift card? Do I, do I donate, you know, half of the value and then get, you know, a, you know, an e-commerce type of a card? But it's just that, it's just that magical moment when, when someone just actually sees, um, the choices you know in front of them, because of course there's there's the technology and there's the you know, the business case and there's the you know how do you help someone if they're having trouble and um, you know all the things that you need to think about when you're putting together uh, a modern rewards program. But the coolest part of the demo is that when you send someone the email that has twenty dollars of value in it, they click on that and now they have the ability to choose. You can just see their eyes light up hmm. and it's just that, that, that magical moment where you just see the impact of what you're spending and you can just feel why you have these business results because it just, it changes, you know, it just changes how people feel.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's right there. It's that, it's, a, right it's that moment that matters. It's right there. And uh, I love that. Questions that prospects should ask. Uh, yeah. This, this, yeah.
0: Yeah, so What should
1: a, they be asking?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, um, so internally, I call this the five plus one. <laughs> so, um, so the five the five questions that that any you know prospect really should be asking, um, and frankly, kind of in this order. But um, the first is uh, we we call it content, but it's just what you know what. What kind of digital currencies? Not just gift cards, but what what kinds of uh, gift cards do you have? Right. And it, what is the catalog? And, and the reason that that's so important is, let's say you have employees in you know the U.S. and in Canada and in Europe. You really just want to make sure that you have a complete selection and offering uh, for you know your entire universe. Because once you get these programs set up, you really want to let them run. Forever, if you can, without you know interfering too much. So you really want to understand uh, the content in the catalog first. The second is the technology, and this is just you know how do I make sure that you know I can send a gift card, somebody's going to receive it, it's going to work, um, you know uh, all that stuff. Am I using an API? Am I using a web interface? I mean, there are all kinds of ways of doing this. You just want to make sure that it works for for your company. The third is support. And when I say support, it's, you know, do you have support for my engineers to get the program set up? Do you have support for my accountants to make sure that I can fund my account? I can I can provide funding in multiple currencies if that's necessary. And then, you know, how do you support my recipients? It's rare that someone has a problem with a gift card, but it happens, you know? And so you really need to make sure that, you know, that if there's a problem, someone knows what to do about that. The fourth is the stuff that really people, um, it's the not sexy stuff. It's, you know, talk to me about the scalability of your platform. Talk to me about data privacy. Talk to me about accessibility. Talk to me about fraud detection. It, it's all these things that that you, you don't think about when you're going into a program, but especially with digital rewards and digital incentives you've got money moving around the globe very quickly you just want to make sure that it's that it's safe it's protected as much as it as it possibly can be and then the last of course is economics and and it goes back to my prior point which is uh, you know make sure that that you know up to a hundred percent of your budget is specifically going to the rewards and the incentives and not, you know, fees and so on and so forth. And then my plus one is referrals. Let me talk to one of your existing customers because it, it just it helps to hear someone talk about the magic for their employees. So that's the five plus one that whether you're working with Tango or or, you know, one of our competitors, you should be uh, sorry or considering Tango or one of our competitors, you should be you should be thinking about. Uh, that's worth
1: listening to the podcast uh, alone right there <laughs> most recent favorite customer success story without names without brands and things like
0: that yeah, for sure um you know, I would say we um uh, I, i'm trying I'm trying to do this without um uh, you know without without saying names <laughs> um but I, what i would what i i mean it really um I I think I've been most um, kind of excited about watching companies that are using uh, rewards and and incentives to really help their employees get set up in their home offices. Mm -hmm. And in in some cases, just improve their home offices, because all of us, obviously, or most of us, um, you know, have been working from home long enough that, Um, you know, we've got a place to work and so forth, but it's not necessarily dialed in. And so, you know, some people need a new desk, some people need a new chair, some people need a new monitor, some people need, you know, a new mouse, some people need a new, um, you know, Bluetooth headset, some people need a new, you know, the list kind of goes on. And so it's been really satisfying working with companies that are either launching new programs to do that or are evolving existing programs to to really recognize the world that we live in today. So those are probably the most satisfying today to see how um, companies are trying to engage and recognize, frankly, some of the pain that their employees are going through and that we're, you know, we Tangle Carter playing a role in, in making, um, not to be too grandiose, but, you know, making the the world better um, uh, you know, through those types of, of actions. I love it. This has been fantastic.
1: David, thank you so much for your time today.
0: Well, this is awesome. It's great to talk to you again. I know it's been a couple of years since we've seen each other in person, but it was great to do this with you. Absolutely. And thanks
1: for everyone listening to the use case podcast until next time.
0: You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at RecruitingDaily.com.